Today's episode of the Roger Hoover Podcast is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And the Roger Hoover Podcast is proud to be part of the River City Rogue Podcast Network. For the best local blogs, vlogs, and podcasts on sports, culture, and entertainment, head to RiverCityRogue.com. Bold views from the bold city and beyond. the Roger Hoover Podcast. I'm recording this on Tuesday, February 13th, 2018 from the Tuscaloosa, Alabama studios of the podcast. Hope everyone's doing well. This is one of my absolute favorite weeks of the year because not only do you have basketball season in full swing and the Crimson Tide women's basketball team had a great win on Sunday at Ole Miss, but also... This is a week where pitchers and catchers are reporting to spring training all across Major League Baseball. And also, coming up on Friday, it is college baseball opening day. And I absolutely love when college baseball gets going just because it's first. It's one of the first signs that baseball has truly arrived. And I probably get baseball crazier in these days of the year than I do all year long just because I am so excited that our game is finally back. That's why today on the podcast, I wanted to share this interview from last year with one of the best that I got to see in baseball last year in right-hander Michael Kopech, an outstanding pitching prospect in the Chicago White Sox organization. He comes into this season as their number two prospect and probably will make his major league debut at some point this year. Kopech last year for the Birmingham Barons was a Southern League All-Star. He was 8-7 with a 2.87 ERA in 22 starts. And also, he was a strikeout machine. He had 155 strikeouts for the Barons and only 119 innings of work. And then after he did such a great job with the Birmingham Barons, and even after we recorded this interview, it wasn't too long. In August of last year, he got promoted to AAA Charlotte, and he'll probably start the season with the Charlotte Knights, and then at some point end up on the south side of Chicago this season. So Michael Kopech, one of the best prospects in baseball last year and coming into this year. This is a conversation I had with him in August of last year at the baseball grounds of Jacksonville after he made a start against the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Roger Hoover now joined by Birmingham Barons, right-handed pitcher Michael Kopech here in Jacksonville. And Michael, the other night against the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp, how'd you feel on the mound? You went seven innings and 11 strikeouts. Yeah, I felt pretty strong coming out the gate. Um, I ran into a couple speed bumps, had two pretty long innings, but uh, luckily I had some good defense behind me in a few innings that really kind of shortened my pitch count and let me get deeper into the game. What's been one of the keys to your success lately? Uh, the main thing I've been working on is uh, my direction towards home plate. Uh, I've had trouble spinning off earlier this year and kind of losing my my main direction towards the plate. And um, Jose Bautista, our pitching coach, has actually helped me a lot with that. And once I started to kind of get my direction back, you know, I started throwing more strikes, having less walks, getting deeper into games. When did you notice that it wasn't the way you wanted before the adjustment? Uh, I had a rough June, and in, uh, in June I started to – realized that something wasn't going right. Uh, I was having, you know, more walks than I'd like. Uh, I just really wasn't able to to get, I don't know, that 
deeper into games like I would like to. So we, we sat down and we talked about a few things and he showed me what he thought I was doing and you know, we came to an agreement that I needed to kind of work on better direction. And once I figured that out, it's kind of been uphill from there. Is it fun to kind of slow things down sometimes and really just make sure that every movement is solid and uh, almost like going into a laboratory and kind of working on different things? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of it's mechanical, a lot of it's mental, but the, from the mechanical side, there's a, an adjustment that needs to be made just about every start, uh, whether it's big or small. You know, it, the more we can, you know, kind of iron those wrinkles out, the better it seems to be. What's the adjustment been like to double-A baseball here? Uh, this is the biggest jump I've had to deal with is from high to double-A. Um, you know, I, I felt like I came out strong and handled it pretty well at first, and then I ran into some lineups that I had faced earlier in the year, and they gave me trouble the second time around. Maybe they didn't so much the first time around or vice versa. And um, just realizing that, you know, these guys are going to have an approach more so than guys at lower levels. Um, that, that's really all I've had to worry about is, you know, taking their approach, having a better approach personally. So there is a big jump, but I feel like I've adjusted pretty well to it. And you also had the opportunity to go to Miami for the Futures game. What was those few days like for you? Oh, it was a blast. Uh, just kind of get a big league experience for the first time. Um, you know, be around ju like just as much talent as I've ever been around. To kind of see that all-star environment, to, you know, to know like that's where I want to be in a couple years, whether that's, you know, with Chicago or whomever, I, I just want to be able to get to that point as a big leaguer. And of course, you're a first-round pick by the Boston Red Sox, straight out of high school. You've always had really a spotlight on you over the last few years. It's been more easier to manage, I guess, coming into this season than it had been before. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, I, I feel like mainly because after the trade, I felt like it was kind of a clean slate and just almost like you get drafted again and got over here. I felt like I was able to kind of take care of my business and, uh, you know, it, it's pretty much been all about baseball since I got here. So, yeah, I, I think so. And do you think you've managed all the different media requests and having talked to a lot of people in Chicago? Do you think you've managed it pretty well? Yeah, I think so. I think I've turned one person down all year as far as <laughs> – you know, doing the doing an interview or whatever, uh, and I, I don't mind doing them at all. You know, I, to me, if somebody wants to talk to them, means I'm doing something right. So, but you know, it, it can be overwhelming, but at the same time, like that's part of the job. And you also get to come to the Chicago White Sox, an organization that's getting a lot of really talented young players. Of course, Juan Makata, you came over in the trade with, but even what they've done the last few weeks has got to be really exciting, knowing all the talent that's in the minor league system right now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think all of our goal is the same, is to get to the big leagues and help the big league club win. Um, and we definitely have the talent to do that. We have the talent there to do that now. Things just aren't going our way this year. But uh, I feel like once all of us are there that the White Sox went out and searched for, I feel like it's going to be a special group of guys. What are the different pitches you throw? And when you're having success, what is each pitch really doing? Uh, I throw a four-seam fastball. And... You know, that that's uh, what everyone knows about from me is I throw hard, you know. It's going to be upper 90s to 100, you know, occasionally reach above 100. Uh, I have a slider that's, you know, you know, a harder break. It's smaller break. It's about 88, 90. 
I have a change-up that's about the same way, and then I have, uh, I have a sinker that I recently added to my repertoire earlier this year through the advice of Jose. And uh, that's, you know, lower 90s to mid 90s, but that's, that's a pitch that's really helped me, you know, get out of deep counts. And, you know, if, I, if I'm facing a guy and he's battling, he's battling, I throw a sinker and it's 92, 93, 94, but it runs, you know, a foot into a right-handed batter that may be a lot more effective than a 99-mile-an-hour fastball that he keeps fouling off. So for me, that's been a pitch that's actually really helped me. And your four-seam fastball, like you mentioned, has gotten a ton of attention. You've been over 100 miles per hour before. And then what was the experiment you guys did in the offseason getting it at sides to 107 miles per hour? Oh, no, it was, it was an underload ball, and I got to 110. 110, yeah. Yeah, it was that, – that's more of a training program. And, you know, I, I don't rely on that too much for training, but – it was a program to get my arm sped back, sped back up and in shape for the regular season. We did it for about two weeks, and we called it quits on it. But uh, yeah, it's you know you, you see a lot of that overload, underload stuff with a uh, drive line. We were doing something similar to that, but uh, not quite the same program. But yeah, I, don't know, I ended up throwing throwing one at 110. It ended up going viral because of my uh, trainer, <laughs> and then. Everyone, I think, thought it was a baseball, which is understandable, I guess. But no, I can't throw a baseball that hard yet. Was it fun to get that kind of reaction and kind of get your name in the headlines or something like that? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I might have scared the pants off all the White Sox organization. <laughs> but uh, no, it was, it was kind of cool. And you've drawn a lot of comparisons to Noah Syndergaard. I understand you guys have met similar agents. Is that right? Yeah, we had the same agent, actually. Uh, he... Um, we went to a Dallas Stars game this offseason and had a chance to talk to him a little bit. And he, You know, one thing that I've actually really relied on this year is, you know, first pitch fastball, especially in my past few starts. And that's something that he talked to me a little bit about uh, before spring training. And he was just telling me that the one thing that he took away from his minor league experience was throwing a fastball for strikes. And that's first pitch fastball for a strike, first pitch whatever for a strike, but throwing your fastball for a strike is going to kind of set up all your other pitches, and I think that's really what's given me a lot of success my past four or five starts this year. So you're doing really well right now. What do you want the rest of the season to look like for you? Right now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I would like to keep doing what I've been doing. Uh, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm on about as good a track as I can be on right now. Um, I've cut down on walks. I'm still having high strikeout games, but I'm at the same time getting deeper in games because I'm not having, you know, long at bats between every guy I face. I'm not having, you know, a lot of walks that run up my pitch count. I, if I can keep doing what I've been doing, you know, low walks, deep in games, then that's really all I can ask for. Uh, strikeouts are nice, but they're not necessarily my main focus right now. Well, Michael, you're off to a great start here, of course, of being an all-star with the Barons this season in the Southern League. Just best of luck moving forward. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. I appreciate it. Cool conversation with Michael Kopech and really 
Looking forward to seeing his progress this year. And again, I really expect this is a season where he will make his major league debut coming up. Mentioned college baseball starts this week. And again, I could not be more excited for the start of the season. At the moment, I am expected to be at a college baseball opening day on Friday. I'll be on the Crimson Tide Sports Network broadcast of University of Alabama baseball as the Crimson Tide start their campaign against Valparaiso. I'll be with Lee Tracy filling in for Chris Stewart on Friday and Saturday of that series. Of course, Alabama has a basketball game coming up on Sunday, so I won't do the Sunday baseball game of that series, but then the next weekend I will do Friday and Saturday again of an Alabama series when they play Washington State. I'll be on the SEC Network Plus call for that game, so it's exciting that baseball is finally here. Get to crack open the scorebook, look through the binoculars, and uh, just watch the game again. I'm very excited. I'm going to try some different things with my play-by-play this year. I've gotten some really good critiques from uh, some good mentors from around baseball, and I just can't wait for that first bit of play-by play of baseball coming up on Friday. Before that, I have a trip to Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm going home, essentially, to see Alabama play Tennessee in women's basketball on Thursday night, so it's always special to get back to Thompson Bowling Arena, and that will be a really fun time getting to see Alabama and Tennessee meet for the only time this season. Then I mentioned college baseball this weekend, basketball again, then I'll make even a quick trip to Jacksonville next week. I've got a Jacksonville University women's basketball broadcast on ESPN3 next Monday night and then get to celebrate Valentine's Day with my girlfriend, Lansy. We are kind of delaying it a week thanks to some travel and some school things she has going on. So uh, that'll be cool as it's not the typical Valentine's Day, but still a good one nonetheless. And I can't wait to see her. And I know it's just a fun week for a lot of different people and again this week is just exciting to me because all the anticipation of baseball and kind of watching some workout videos and seeing you know some scrimmages things like that none of it really compares until actual games are being played counts on the scoreboard the runs the hits the errors I can't wait for all of it and I really cannot wait for the first broadcast coming up on Friday weather pending here in Tuscaloosa they keep saying rain for Friday and Saturday but baseball usually finds a way and that's what I'm hoping we will have here in Tuscaloosa this weekend Hope you enjoyed this interview with Michael Kopech. Still want to get to an interview with Alex Cohen at some point in the next few weeks. Also another guest from the NFL I hope to interview soon. So the podcast will be back next week. Should have some good guests for you. And until then, play the wall, Troy. I remember the night and the Tennessee walls. Only you know how much I have lost. I lost my little darling The night they were playing That beautiful tenor